Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. All right, well, having a look at uh, what's been going on with NVIDIA, we've got certainly the quarterly revenue numbers there. Just a horror show for them, missing projections by more than $1 billion. Let's get over to Ian King, Bloomberg News, U.S. Semiconductor reporter. Uh, Ian, this was a huge miss. It's been down to uh, a fall in revenues from uh, gaming. Give us a sense of why this is going on with this company and why nobody saw it coming. I think the way to look at this, Richard, I mean, you got it right in terms of the the extent of the miss was what surprised people and frightened them. There was a widespread belief that anybody related to the PC industry, which NVIDIA obviously is, would would be in a difficult situation after what Intel said, what AMD said, and what various other companies. But this this magnitude, though, is definitely, um, you know, surprised people on the downside and, you know, again, raised the question of, well, how much of this was demand for gaming PCs, how much of it was, you know, the crypto backlash. Remember that some of their chips are used for crypto mining, something they said they'd kind of gotten rid of, but apparently there's still a dependency there as well. Ian, is there any sense that the behavior of the dollar had an impact here when you look at their offshore sales? Um, Not particularly, because you've got to remember a company like NVIDIA is, you know, has operations everywhere. It's got manufacturing going on in different places. So the, the you know, the dollar situation, and it's not like we're only making things in the U.S., only designing in the U.S. and then taking it overseas. You know, most of the chips are manufactured in Taiwan and they would be assembled. So there's a lot of hedging can go on within their business model and a lot of flexibility within their price that wouldn't make the dollar, you know, the, the biggest issue here for them. Tell me, Ian, though, I mean, you know, it's really not about the earnings uh, because they're rear view, but it's about what they also say looking ahead and what are they talking about in terms of outlook and uh, uh, what they're likely to see in terms of demand for their products. Yeah, no, that's that's the, the key question. Uh, if you take the bright side view, then NVIDIA, Intel and all of the others have basically given us the bottom, the worst possible moment, and that we're, you know, we're now in a position to reflect a reasonable end market demand. If you take it the other way, people will say, no, consumers just aren't going to be spending their, you know, their hard-earned money on discretionary items like PCs for gaming. The, this myth that the PC industry tried to create of, oh, hey, we're going to have three PCs in a house from now on. It's just not going to come true because, guess what, you know, fuel bills are going up because inflation is sending their food bills up, and that's going to be the issue going forward. So there's a real you know, division of opinion on whether this is the bottom, the nadir, or whether this is a sign of things to come. Yeah, many of the major gaming companies have already point reported either falling sales or outlooks that have been a little disappointing. I'm thinking of uh, Sony and, uh, and Microsoft in particular. But let's take a step back. I mean, 
To what extent um, is the NVIDIA problem something that the entire semiconductor industry is struggling with right now? Yeah, again, that's a good question. If, you know, NVIDIA, Intel, AMD, highly indexed to the PC market, if you look at other companies that aren't having as big an issue, um, if, you know, if they're supplying chips into, say, the automotive industry, into uh, the growing field of um, industrial use of semiconductors in factory equipment and things like that, some of those companies have been fairly mildly impacted by what we're seeing as, as a slowdown. And, and so really, you know, the, the way to look at it is it, it depends who you talk to and, and how heavily you are indexed to one of these markets that's falling off rapidly, such as PCs or indeed smartphones. Anything they had to say about uh, actually supply chain constraints and the like? Yeah, no, again, that's a very good question. One of the big success stories for this company, you'll remember over the last few years, has been the ability to get into the server market, to take market share off Intel and other companies and, and do really well there. And they said, you know, they... Again, very good growth for that division, but not as good as some people had projected. And they said, look, it's just because we can't get other types of chips to go into these complex motherboards that go into servers with our graphics chips at the center of them. So, yeah, there's still lingering issues there. So, Ian, do we have to wonder about the potential for overcapacity in this industry at a time when the U.S. is kind of levering up a bit to spend some $50 billion to help uh, U.S. chip makers? Again, that's a that's a fundamental question. I mean, as as you know, up until now, for the 50 years that the industry has been around, it's been just in time. It's all about being about efficiency and cost because it's so expensive, and it's only getting more expensive. So, no room for spare capacity now because of the geopolitics. We're saying, hey, maybe we need plants around the world. Maybe we need redundancy. Maybe we need a supply chain that's more robust. If we do, then we're going to have to pay for it because. These plants are not cheap, and they are really, really not cheap when you're not running them flat out. Mm, Good stuff. Ian, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for being with us and helping us understand the NVIDIA story. Ian King is a Bloomberg reporter covering the semiconductor industry for us from our bureau in San Francisco. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.